In a world full of prescription drugs for healing and living reactive lives, Fit to Succeed podcast is here to encourage, educate, and empower you to make decisions for the longevity of your life. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a mom to four boys, a wife to a SWAT sniper, gym owner and fitness coach, and a huge advocate for establishing healthy habits that are sustainable so you can achieve success, fitness related or not. Here we talk about physical health as well as mental and spiritual health. It's a place where you discover what success means to you and where your health is a major contributing factor. Get ready to be inspired. It starts right now. Hey guys, welcome back. Here we are, another episode of Fit to Succeed, and I have yet another guest with me today. So uh, Kayla is actually someone I met at a uh, a photo shoot. Gosh, this is probably at least a year ago, maybe. And uh, but it's funny, and, I, and she probably doesn't even know I'm going to say this. She doesn't know I'm going to uh, talk about this, but I like saw her, and I was like, she's totally a fitness person, <laughs> and so. <laughs> doing this whole, you know, like photo shoot. And then we just kind of talked to then obviously with social media, just connected through there. And, uh, I love how she teaches, how she shares what she shares, what she talks about. So obviously being in health and fitness, uh, we share this huge passion and even with faith too. So, uh, Kayla, without further ado, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thanks for that introduction. I'm so glad we're finally able to connect and, and record something. I know we've been talking about it for a while. So, and I love yeah. that it's been a while since we met, but I knew same thing. Cause when we first connected, I was like, finally, like someone who like, I don't know, we got to talking and I was like, yes, like someone kind of in the same industry as me. And like, we can yeah. talk shop and collaborate and stuff. It's always so nice to, to find someone. And then when our like more personal beliefs too align, it's like, yeah, even better. Like, such a <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I've, uh, always been kind of interested in health and wellness and fitness in general for a long time. So, um, I always kind of was into it. And then at some point, you know, I did a, a bikini show. I did a bodybuilding show, um, in 2014 and 2015, I did two different ones. And around that time was when I really kind of got the bug or the itch to like do something. I knew I wanted to, I didn't know what it was going to be. I, but I knew I wanted like to be a coach or just like motivate people, inspire people. I knew that that path was somehow going to be for me. I had no idea where I would end up or where this was going to take me or how long it would take or what I would develop. But I knew long ago, you know, eight years ago or so that that was something that I wanted to pursue. And then truly God kind of led me here. Honestly, it was a lot of patience and obedience and um, just kind of like finding the right things for me, the right um, certifications and everything. And just kind of like following that calling and being patient to where I am today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the fitness part of it is just, um, it's so inspiring just seeing other people do it and, and take it into what you have. So, uh, tell us you're, you're a mom, right? You have kids. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have two. They're three and six. Okay. And, uh, what, um, you homeschool too, right? Yes. That's a new adventure for us too. So we're doing all the things right now. I, you know, I never, I was working regular nine to five last year. I mean, my kids were going to daycare and public school last year and 
God kind of put this on my heart and I knew I wanted to start this journey and, and really dive into my business and put my heart into it. Cause my heart was not into my nine to five anymore. It was totally different industry, completely unrelated. Um, and so I just kind of, it was time to jump, you know, and I finally just had to, it was like for years, God was like, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. And then he was like, now, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love that. Yes. And so I just jumped and here we are. And I'm so grateful. I mean, yeah, we're homeschooling. We are learning. All of us are learning every day, but I love it. And then, yeah, I'm also balancing and juggling, obviously, you know, running the house, which I love and is a huge priority to me to just like be that mom and the gatekeeper of my home. I say that a lot, but then also running a business too. So all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, I kind of wanted to go back to when you were talking about the fitness competitions, cause that's kind of, you know, I did a few of them myself too. So tell me about how doing fitness competitions, you know, cause obviously I I have um, experience in my own stories about how that led me into like true nutrition. Um, But tell me kind of how fitness, the, the doing the fitness shows kind of led you on this, this path, you know? Um, so back in like 2013, 2014 ish, I was, I was living in the Bay area, San Jose, California, and, uh, that's where I'm from born and raised there my whole life. Now I'm here in Arizona, but I was, you know, I'm from Bay area, Bay area girl at heart still, no matter what, even though I don't anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's another that's another exactly um but yeah so I was going to this wonderful gym there and the atmosphere there was great it was a gold at the time it's not a gold anymore but so many people there it was just like the gym where like everyone's friends and like supports each other and like they're there to get after it and get to work but it was so supportive and um such a good environment and I you know you show up and they're like hey what's up and like people are spotting each other and it's just awesome and so so many people there were competing and so it was kind of like trendy and I feel like back then it really was trendy like it really blew up around that time too, like becoming accessible women to quote, like be bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause they open, you know, there's a bikini division and all these physiques that were not so crazy and like blown out. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, once I was like, well, this looks fun. Let me try this. I always, you know, it's always fun to have a goal or something to train for. I did know going into it that it wasn't, it's really not the picture of health. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It maybe looks like the picture of health, like what you're doing to get there, we know is not truly sustainable or or healthy at all. And I knew that. So um that and yeah, I did those couple shows. It was definitely tough. Like, I don't know about you, but like, you know, the rebound is it was tough coming off. You tell, like you say you're gonna reverse diet out and you say you're gonna do it safely, but your body is such a sponge after being so restrictive for Mm -hmm. 12 weeks or whatever. And so afterwards you just blow up. And I remember being really, I mean, it was my, my last competition was in June and in July, it was like a hundred and something degrees It's triple digits in California. And I was wearing a sweatshirt because Mm -hmm. I was ashamed of how my body just absorbed all this stuff back. And I didn't have my six pack anymore. And it had been like weeks, right? 
Right. And so that, that's a whole, a real mental thing. That was, that was tough. Um, I'm glad I did it, but I'm also happy. Like, I'm so glad I had the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of women do, and now I can speak to that. Um, you know, if I were to do something like that again, I would do it a completely different way. I did it very like bro science, yeah. very, <laughs> you know, very like low calorie, steady state yeah. cardio on the Stairmaster and like the chicken and broccoli and like not going off your plan. And it was rough, but yeah, I mean, it also, it taught me, it taught me a lot. It taught me that mm-hmm. it was not sustainable. It taught, I mean, I had, I lost my period, like all the things that happened. Yeah. Um, but you know, even before that I was, I was interested in health and wellness. And after my competition, actually not too long after I met my husband and we quickly got married and we quickly had kids. And so my like health and fitness journey was almost like on a pause. I just wasn't pursuing it necessarily anymore. Um, but then I met someone who introduced me to the nutritional therapy association, which is where I became an NTP and that their values really aligned with me perfectly. And that very much was a God thing because their their whole approach is like a food first approach and really acknowledging and honoring ancestral wisdom and history. And yes, like science and data too, but also it's not quite the mainstream nutrition narrative that you get if you're at the uh, doctor's office, right? They go for more, like we love raw milk and we love organ meats and we love, you know, sustainable regenerative agriculture and that kind of thing. And when I knew that that was their message, I was like, okay, this is definitely, you know, the course and the route for me. So that's, that was not too long ago. That was just a few years ago. Um, and then after that I did my, the same person, actually my friend that led me to the NTA, she was like, Hey, now I'm doing this fitness instructor training called revelation wellness. And I was like, tell me about that. And so basically it's, they have multiple tracks, but the one that I did is called Rev X and it is an instructor training, but it is with your faith at the center of it and with God at the center. So yes, you're learning to, you know, you're learning about fitness and essentially learning to be a fitness instructor. And they provide a lot of great programming and everything for you, but you're also learning how to speak life into people. And you're also teaching people that they are so much more than what our physical appearance is. And yes, we want to honor our body so that we can honor the calling that God has for us, but also we need to set our intentions and that, you know, our, our vision and our goal and our plan is so much bigger than just looking a certain way. But when we take care of ourselves, then we can be the best version of ourselves. And just that whole message made perfect sense to me too. So I was so happy to become an instructor through them and to complete that training. And it really set the course for what I'm doing now and my membership now, it just really aligned with my personal beliefs. I love that too, because even just from back in, right, your like fitness uh, competition days, it sounds so very similar. Like, you know, I did, I I also, when I was first doing it, I did a couple of shows. I can't even remember how many, but yeah, you, you follow because you don't know any better. So you're following somebody else who has yeah. had the experience and, right. um, you know, they're, they're like, this is what you do. So you, you do it. Um, And then I think lucky for me, I did see early on how the nutrition was mentally affecting me and not in a good way. And so after, you know, 
by the end of my competing season, whatever that is, I don't even know. But um, when I did my last competition, I did learn a better way to eat where I wasn't weighing and measuring and all that and stuff. But all that to say is like when you're, you when you're on a fitness journey, you, it always like starts somewhere, right? You're always starting somewhere and then it, it takes you to the next thing. And then you learn something else. And I learned a ton about nutrition through doing, uh, the fitness competition. And, you know, then that took me to the next nutrition course that I took, which then led me to this. So I love how you're talking about this. And I think this goes for anybody is, you know, you, you might have an end thought, suggestion, idea, goal, but like your path might, might get you to it in a different way than you would expect. Um, so I love all that you've said and, and how, you know, you were waiting for God. And then it's like, all of a sudden you, you hear him and he's like, okay, now's the time I would, I would ask you just, um, you know, two part question is what has been the hardest part of this whole health journey that you've been through that you've been on and what has been the best part? So the hardest part and the best part. Um, okay. That is, that is a tough, that is a tough question because, um, like if I'm thinking all the way back to competing, like my personal journey, the, then the hardest part is always, it's always the mental game. Like it's not, um, it's not like the physical aspect of doing a workout ever. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's nothing. Like I can take that's That's not at all. The hardest part. The hardest part is what's going on in your mind and what you're telling yourself, how you're speaking to yourself and what you're allowing yourself to believe about yourself and about other people. That's, I feel like that's forever the hardest part, which is kind of why I stand so firmly on like why, you know, my membership is so is, is faith-based and mm-hmm. why that is the primary kind of goal and the primary why, like I say, and, and yeah. why we are taking care of our bodies is, is that, and it's not because we want a six pack, like that's cool. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. And that's a cool goal if that's for you, but, but that's not the why, you know, um, And I feel like, yeah, so the mental part is always the hardest part. So both then when I was doing insane, like two 45 minute sessions of steady state cardio a day, like in the end, the end, like your peak week, like the last couple of weeks on and, and your strength and your lift. So an insane amount, I can't even, I thinking back on them, like that is insane, like right so wild, but yeah, like it, that wasn't the hard part. It was the mental, the mental game, um, even with food too. So not just with physical fitness, but with how you're eating, it's also important. The mental part is important because you want to have a good relationship with yep. food. Um, and it's not, we don't want the binge restrict binge behavior or the restrict binge relationship, which we see so often, especially in women of like on the wagon, off the wagon, this diet, that diet. And we have every intention. Like most people know now that it's not super sustainable or super healthy to go on super restrictive diets. And I also believe like as a practitioner, there is a time and a place for something like an elimination diet. But I look at that as a protocol, not a diet. And there's an end game and there's a why versus like, oh, I'm, I'm doing 
XYZ new diet because my neighbor did it and lost 30 pounds. So I'm going to try it because I want to lose 30 pounds, you know? Um, so always the mental game when it comes to both like physical fitness and like the entire aspect of, of health and wellness. Um, but in a weird way, I feel like that's also the best part. Like you said, what's the hardest part and what's the best part, but like the best part is when you're in the right space, Mm -hmm. when you, when you're like, Oh, I'm here. Like, I do love my body. I do feel, I, I look awesome. And like, I might have these goals, whatever, like I want to change X, Y, and Z. And that's great to have goals about yourself. I never want to like, I don't, I never want to discourage people from having goals. That's silly, but I want to be like, but you have to love yourself now and love your body now. And that's why you're doing it because you love your body, not because you hate your body. And when you get there, that's the best part. Cause then you realize you're loving the journey, not the destination. And that's what it's about, right? The man who loves walking will walk farther than the man who loves the destination. And so loving the journey is really what it's about. And so once you're like, I'm here, I mean, yeah, I've got stuff I want to do later. And that'd be cool if next year I accomplish this, this, and this, but I'm so happy with where I am right now. And I'm so excited to keep going. Yeah. I think that goes with for anything, right? Like, so we'll get into talking here next with my question, but entrepreneurship, it's a mental thing. It's not that destination of you getting a six figure or multi-million dollar deal, whatever. It's the journey of, of, and the process that it takes you on. And it's who you become through all of that. So I love that you used mental, um, yeah. like your thought process and mental health as, as the, the hardest, and then ultimately the best part. So right. How would you say that your like personal health journey has taken you to having, I know we touched on a little bit, but you had a full-time nine to five job was in a totally different industry. And now you're, you know, quote unquote, full-time entrepreneur. Um, how did, how did that unfold for you? Um, I mean, same, it really was, it was a God thing. Like I said, it was time for me to go another route. I, I just wasn't fulfilled anymore in the role that I was doing. There was a time where it was fulfilling for me and my life changed and my goals changed and things changed. And it was finally time for me to challenge myself in a new way and in a different way. And my heart was somewhere else. And they say, um, you know, for people who are kind of like balancing a a full-time job or, you know, a regular job and they have their own like side hustle, they're like, okay, well, when is the time? It's always the question. When is the time where you jump ship? When is the time where you quit your full-time and you dive into your thing? And they say that you're supposed to quit when you start cheating on your job, when you start cheating, (laughs) like, right. When the happens and like, I was getting there for sure. I'm like, I would sit down at my desk and be like, I do not want to be doing this today. I would so much rather be helping my clients right now. Yeah. And that was kind of when I knew like it's time and the other things lined up for me, you know, it was, it was safer for us, even though we still cut our income in half essentially, which was very terrifying. You know, my husband and I were both working, but luckily my husband has a wonderful job right now. And, um, you know, that obviously helps you to feel safer to make that decision. When you have kids, it's a little bit more risky when you're, you know, responsible for a whole family, not just absolutely. Yeah. Um, So yeah, just this, this, everything aligned and a, really felt like I was following. It was a lot of prayer and felt like I was following God's calling to do it. And yes, it was absolutely terrifying. I am still terrified. It's still so freaking scary. Right. Yeah. But, um, 
but as long as I am just really steadfast in my beliefs and my faith, and I feel like it's a ministry in a weird way, like also, I feel like you don't like that doesn't have to be what you're doing, but what you're doing, no matter what you could be a garbage man. And like what you're doing is ministry, you know? And so if, when I remind myself of that too, then I'm like, then I'm good, you know? Yeah. And that was kind of my next question was just how does faith play into all of it? And I I love just how you stated that. And, you know, you and I are so similar and and something I have that's actually, so it's, I'm looking at it now, but it's behind my desk and it's just a whiteboard and I have on there and I haven't erased it in a long time, but it just says, it's not about me. Like, how can I help them? Or what is it that they want? And it's just such a reminder that like going into business or, or even not even being an entrepreneur going into business, but like you said, a garbage man or whatever it is that you're doing, it's like, okay, this isn't about me. It's not that I'm the one like picking up the trash. It's like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm doing this for a greater purpose. So um, I love how you, you use your faith and, and all that. And your faith probably led you to, you know, like you said, to jump ship and to go all in. And it's that kind of, I get that visual of, um, I forget the saying, but it's like you jump without wings and you, you get, you earn them on your way down or something like that. I forget the whole thing, but Uh yeah. So, um, any other thoughts on like how faith has really kind of impacted you in, in your journey, whether it was health or entrepreneurship? Well, I mean, I definitely wasn't, I was never like not a believer, but you know, back when I was competing and, you know, before I met my husband and, um, in my early twenties, I, I wasn't necessarily like, I wasn't walking with Christ during that time for sure. I, was kind of, you know, I was making mistakes and selfish and learning, you know, like yeah. many of us do. Um, he never left me, but I probably, you know, turned my back to him too many times. But um, so and there wasn't I never I didn't have like a moment or anything like that. And I was raised in the church, so it it's not yeah. like we know I I never had like a moment or anything, but I did slowly kind of find my way back and being surrounded by people and meeting more people. My husband's family, when I met him, they're very, um, you know, devout in their faith. And that was inspiring to me. And then of course, when you become a parent, you know, you get a totally (laughs) different perspective of life and what's important and how you want, you know, the type of family and the type of home you want to have. So that just takes priority. Um, and so it's just, it's all, it's a walk, it's a walk and it's not a yellow brick road of just, you know, straight vertical. It's a roller coaster of up and down and going the wrong way and turning back and making mistakes and all of that. So, uh, and I'm, and I'm not, we're not done. Like it, I'm still, it's still, it's an everyday journey. So yeah. Oh, I love that year. Yeah. I mean, I grew up very much the same way too, you know, at just having that faith instilled as a young kid and, um, having it's so, um, you know, being the product of generations past that were, you know, strong, faithful, uh, believers and, you know, being a product of that and definitely feel grateful for that too. Uh, what advice would you have for one, someone that's just trying to get started maybe again, or just starting, you know, from scratch on their own health journey. And then two advice for someone that's might, uh, that might be thinking about entrepreneurship and, um, and how to jump into that. So those two, uh, the health and then the entrepreneurship. 
Yeah. Um, so for like someone's personal health journey, whether they're getting started for the first time or getting started, you know, again, maybe after having a baby or some time off or whatever it is. Um, I feel like there's two things actually that are important. Number one is the first thing that I was talking about, which is having your mind right. Um, and not doing a, you know, not going crazy so that you're going to burn yourself out and just loving the journey and saying, Oh, this is sustainable. This is something I can do. However, many times a week, maybe it's one time a week, maybe it's two times a week, then you have to love what you're doing. You have to love the journey, love walking, or, you know, it doesn't have to be walking, but whatever it is, right. Love it. And then the, the part two of that is once you're in that mindset, really what I, what I always recommend and just more practical advice and something I advocate for is resistance training for women. So, um, I know, you know, all about that. So it's just, I personally, I mean, I know there's so much scientific literature on this now too, is just how it is. There is no bar none. There is no better form of, of training. There's, you know, there's steady state cardio, there's hit, there's yoga, there's all these different things. But if you took all of them and you want to look at the thing, that's going to give you the most bang for your buck or like the biggest return on investment on the time mm-hmm. you're spending doing the exercise total. Mm-hmm. So like ROI, so you're 30 minutes doing doing yoga, 30 minutes walking, 30 minutes doing hit or 30 minutes strength training. The 30 minutes of strength training is going to give you the biggest return on investment overall. And there's just so it's, in, I mean, I'm glad that there's so much coming out now about this. They used to say like doctors used to tell people it's, you know, cardio, cardiovascular, you got to get that in, but truly the resistance training is kind of coming up and they're realizing more and more how good it is for mental health, how good it is for diabetes, how good having muscle mass is, is like having an insurance policy on your body. You know, if something does yep. happen, if you're sick, if you're in an accident, something, having some muscle mass on you really, it's an insurance policy. Like you have some reserve there for you and you're much more likely to bounce back. You're much less likely to be injured. Um, it's just insane how, how much it can change your life, especially if you've never really dabbled in that before. I know there's some stigmas about it specifically for women about strength training, whether they think they're going to get too bulky or too big or something, which we totally know is, is not the case or whether they think it's like too dangerous or they think that like, Oh, that kind of training, like, isn't going to benefit me because those aren't my goals. Mm -hmm. None of which is really true. And there's something in resistance training for everyone. Like you don't have to be, you're not doing CrossFit. We're not saying you have to do that. It's just finding what makes sense for you and then learning to love it and learning to love how you feel doing it. But I will always like advocate for women learning how to strength train. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I love that. I totally agree. A hundred percent. You know, I'm, I'm a big time runner and I love running because I just love how I feel. I love being outdoors, yeah. you know, but yeah. I definitely incorporate strength training into my routines and, you know, you, I feel a difference, you know, I, I can just, it is, it, you get more bang for your buck. You know, I did I do a 30 minute, like lower body workout and right. it's like, I'm more sore for days, which is not necessarily the point, but, you know, I can tell, like I've done something, um, and you know, just changing it up to changing up the routines, but yeah, I love strength training. And I, I, what else I love about it is like, it's very, um, tangible your progress, right? It's like, okay, 
today I was, yeah, like today I was lifting five pounds and it's like, okay, in a month from now, oh my gosh, I'm doing 10 pounds now. And then a month from there, you know, it's very uh, tangible and and progressive. And I think that's so helpful. That's so true. And it's really, you like really can't, you can't really plateau. I mean, it, it take you, right. Most people they're like, Oh, I feel like I've plateaued. Like I'm not there. Like I, you're probably not there. Like there's things that you can do to tweak your routine that you're not going to plateau versus uh, like, if you've only ever do cardio, then it's very easy for you to kind of stall. And like your body stops responding to that stimulus, but versus strength training, it's so easy. All you got to do is just choose a heavier weight or go slower your rep range or something Mm -hmm. in the same 30 minutes. Like you don't even have to do it longer. Right. You could same exact 30 minutes for the rest of your entire life and never plateau. Like that's so wild to me. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When you say like that too, it's just such a good reminder. I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's so right. Um, okay. Well, that second part of that question is just then advice for anyone wanting to jump into entrepreneurship, kind of like what you have done. Yeah. So, I mean, I told my, what did it for me was, First of all, it was a long journey. So there's that. Like I knew I it was 2014 when I would lay my head down at my pillow every night and go, okay, I want to do this. And it's 2022 now and I'm finally right. doing it. But I'm also not saying to wait eight years because there's also a part of me that's like, well, what if I would have done this sooner? But for me, it was like the timing was God's timing, not mine. Right. Um, and I think it's just important to listen to that in general. So like what makes sense for you and figure out, you know, if it's really what you want to do and if it honors who you want to be and who you are and what you want to deliver. Um, and in general, like they always say you have to have a niche and all that stuff. And I think that that's important too, but like, how are you, whatever your thing is, whether you're, you know, having an Etsy store or you're coaching or you are who know, like anything like inventing something. Right. Um, it's just like, you are created with certain gifts. And if you feel that you have, like God gives us these, these, whether these spiritual gifts and all, you know, the gifts that we're given, I think it's really important that we honor and then we can, share those gifts with other people. So if you've been given a gift and you, you have that itch in you, I think it's really important that you listen to it. And I think it's really important that we are okay with taking risks because that's how we learn and that's how we grow. And the, you know, you won't find a successful business owner who hasn't failed and you Mm -hmm. won't find a successful business owner who hasn't taken a crap ton of risks. That's truly the only way to do it. So it's okay to do it scared. And when you're scared, make sure you have, you know, if you have your faith to lean on, that's really going to take you a lot farther. Cause then even when you're scared, you're also feeling kind of safe at the same time. Cause you're like, he's got me like, yeah. even, if it, even if it goes wrong, whatever that means, he's got me. So, yeah. Ah, that's so beautiful. It's so perfect. And yeah. I love that you say that. Cause you know, t- from entrepreneur to entrepreneur, it's just such a gr- good reminder and, and having that faith as the foundation to why we're doing what we do. So, um, okay. I guess if I have anything else, um, any last pieces of advice for the listeners about anything, anything maybe that we didn't talk about that you wanted to just bring up or last final thoughts from you. 
Oh gosh. Um, well, I, I feel like we'll have to, you know, we'll have to have another conversation because I certainly <laughs> could keep talking about all kinds of things. <laughs> me know? too, me too. Um, but I mean, I, I think based on what we talked about today, I feel like the clear overarching message is you have to love yourself first. And that's so cheesy. I get it. Like it's so corny, but it's so true because you can't really progress and step into your own until you do. And until you make your why, because you care about yourself and because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself and you're doing whatever changes you want to make. It's because you love yourself, not because you hate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I know you've talked about like your membership and stuff. So where can people find and connect with you uh, to to have them maybe express interest in what you're doing or just kind of watch you? Where's the best place to go? Yeah, thank you. Um, So my business name is Health and Honey Wellness. Um, on I'm active on Instagram on Instagram. I'm health period and period honey period wellness. I know it's kind of long. My website is also health and honey wellness.com. And on my Instagram, on my link in my bio, I do have all of my like easy to access links are in there. So joining my, the membership, I have a couple workout like freebies. I have a shopping guide. I've got all that, you know, stuff accessible in my link in my bio. So it's real easy to find. Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Kayla, I appreciate you so much. I hope you have a great day and thanks so much for uh, being on here with me. Thank you. This was awesome. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. My hope is you found some inspiration, motivation, and the tools you needed to implement healthy habits into your life and never underestimate what you are capable of. It would also mean so much if you would subscribe, leave a review and share with a friend until next time.